I had to get comfortable first with just like even doing this. I felt awkward for some reason. Yeah. And also like at some point this is gonna be on the internet, so I feel like Yes. I don't know. I feel weird starting it off. Like am I a podcaster? Oh it's on the TV. Yeah, put it on the TV. Good job. I knew I liked you. Okay, so hello everybody. Welcome Hi, back everybody. to Pedagogy of the Depressed. Look, there are at least three people that have talked to me that listen to this podcast. So shout out to y'all. The three people that were like, hey, when are you going to record another episode? This is for you. Just for you. Hey, I'm Yvette. I'm May. And this is Pedagogy of the Depressed. Ooh, it's been a minute. Yeah, so I think something important to say is that our original title for this episode was It Is Not not December Already. And we're recording this on March 9th, 2020, so... Yeah, I actually changed the title in the document, so, like, March Madness. I don't see that, but yeah. You don't see it? Oh, anyway. Yeah, so, have you been? I've been stressed out. (laughs) I'm not... I I can't talk about how I've been right now. Okay, fair enough. Um... Yeah. Well, why don't we just say today? What is your emotion right now? I'm very tired. That's, I guess, an emotion. Tired is not technically an emotion. At least that's what my therapist said. Oh, my God. I know, right? I don't have any emotions. Okay, cool. We'll go with that. All right. I'm also... Not gonna say how I've been because it's been interesting. All I'm gonna say is I'm not working right now, and if you know why, you know why. And if you don't, well, you could probably deduce. <laughs> um, so I've been thinking about this podcast in the time that we've not been recording the podcast, and just like, what do I want to talk about? Like. I'd like to start out by saying, like, I've been working. During the pandemic? During this rapidly unfolding pandemic. And, like, students have been out on and off. And I've been like, why are you back? Oh, my God. Like, you know, wonderful to see you, but. Hey. (laughs) Like, you were gone for one day. What's up? Doctor's appointment, I hope. Like. I hope, like, an eye doctor or something. Like, not that you're sick. Yeah, um, it's interesting because I'm not working. So, I'm wondering what your experience is. stupid. Are people it's out stupid. of... The kids keep talking about, it's corona time. And I'm like... It's, it's corona time. <laughs> I love it's... it. <laughs> hilarious i feel like we talked about coronavirus for like a a solid 10 minutes this morning at morning meeting and i was like oh my god how do they feel they don't know anything they don't know anything (sighs) 
Does the lack of information bother you? Yeah, I love them so much. And it's like, they were like asking me all these questions. And I, of course, I'm like, I'm going to answer all your questions that I can answer. And I'll tell you when I can answer it. Um, but I was telling them like, what it is, where it comes from. I was explaining to them what a virus is. And I was like, oh, oh my God, they don't even know what DNA is. So when I said RNA is like, they were like, wow, you yeah. got in depth. I was like, <laughs> well, because I was explaining to them how it's new coronavirus because there's this whole conspiracy that they already knew about it because Clorox wipes says you need to be defeats fucking human coronavirus whatever the fuck. I mean I'm it is it. called COVID-19 I know presumably but there were 18 others there but is that it's it's an assumption uninformed of me don't know because I haven't read that much on it but I mean it's got a number at the end that means it's not the first one like this is I is think, that what that means? Knowledge. Now I'm concerned that I'm no. concerned that I don't know what the number means. No, because I've also seen it like doctors. Um... <laughs> anyway, we don't have to get into the specifics of the virus. I just want to know how is the okay, what is the effect that's well, happening? Well, the reason I'm saying this specifically is because I'm talking about the fact that my children don't know anything and we're asking me a million questions. And I was answering them, and then I yeah, I think what's the like. It's, I don't know. It's weird because they're like joking about it. Do parents seem concerned? I don't know. The Oh, you know what's hilarious though? Well, what? Maybe I shouldn't say hilarious, but it is hilarious. There are some kids that have been coming to school with masks on. Oh. And the mask never stays on their face. I saw this little third grader running around in the hallway and he had... The loops were still around his ears, but he was wearing the mask like under like his a, chin, like a beard. But it like it didn't fit tight enough to be a beard. It was like a weird necklace on his ears. <laughs> it was just like, why are schools open? Why yeah. are you sending your kid to school with a mask and not impressing upon them the importance of wearing it? Like, if you really care, or are they just wearing it for like giggles? It's. I mean, they're definitely third graders are not wearing a mask for giggles. I could imagine your fifth graders doing that. Fifth graders would so do that. Oh, they're adorable. Yeah. Um. How do you feel generally about the? Because. Stupid! It's stupid. They said they were going to get more cleaning supplies. I don't think they have, but and. Here's the hilarious thing is I, some, sometimes I say that it's school and I'll go to the bathroom before I leave and usually when, by the time that happens, the custodian is cleaning some of them. So she'll tell me sometimes, be like, don't use the staff one, use the girls' restroom because um, the floor is wet and the other one. So I was using the bathroom after school one day and realized just how busted the sink is up there because it's got like three different spouts mm. and to use it you have to push a button with your finger and one of the spouts is completely missing the other one doesn't work 
And the third one, and the only one in the second floor girl's bathroom that works is it only goes on for about three seconds. So feasibly to properly wash your hands, you would have to press it like several times. Um, which completely or like hold it down. Your hands. No, you can't even hold it down because it'll go off. Oh. Um, I believe I have tried that. This is the bathroom that the children use. This is the bathroom the children use. Amazing. Uh-huh. Um, and Whew. so I noticed that like earlier this week, and then today, same thing happened. They used it again, and it seemed like they fixed one of them. And fix the water pressure slash time situation. So the whole washing your hands for 20 seconds? That's their plan. That's their master plan. Yeah. I mean, washing your hands does work, but I mean, to whatever extent it can. Yeah. To the same extent that it would work in any other time, like flu season. in the air, like, like, you know. Anyway, I don't feel like I don't know enough about coronavirus. Honestly, I was like, when I first started hearing about it, I was like, that's definitely going to spread to America. And it's definitely going to be a shit show because hospitals have been divested in school nurse. My school only has a nurse one day a week. Still, we went on strike for 11 days, you know. So I was like, we're ill prepared to deal with that and when it gets here i'll learn about it and until then i'm not gonna worry about it because life is full of so many worries that i'll just worry about it when it gets here so now i'm like starting to pay attention which may sound i don't know naive or whatever but maybe not but yeah, I was like, I'll pay attention to that when it gets here. And now it's here. So I've just started paying attention to what's happening. But I don't have children to explain it to. So, I mean, I do. I'm just not seeing them right now. No. Anyway, the other interesting thing is, uh, I guess interesting, is the 2020 elections that's been coming up in life. Do you even want to talk about this? I don't think I do. It's just, it's... (laughs) It's like... uh... I mean, I will say this. Everyone who makes sense is gonna vote for Bernie. That's like our option right now. That's the only option right now. That is honestly how I feel. And it's not like people wanna be like, oh, you're just so, like, make you seem like you're a zealot or something God. because, like, voting for Bernie is like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, I'm not super enthusiastic about it i'm not like oh my god we're gonna change the world like i'm just trying to get my student loans canceled (sighs) maybe you know have a retirement fund at some point when i get there a pension pension. (laughs) not feel like the world is ending like 
I would just like to chill the fuck out and not have constant insanity coming from the White House. Oh, that shit is crazy. Anyway, yeah. Turn that off. That was us talking about the 2020 elections. That was it. More hopeful, though, are, like, local politics. Yeah, so, um, I just want to say that Nidia Carranza is... Oh, we love Nidia. ...an outstanding human being, and if you can vote for her, you... Fucking yes! Fucking third district! I don't even know where that is. I shouldn't know where that is. It's, It's really interestingly shaped... Yeah, it's gerrymandered. Like, yeah. um, it is so gerrymandered, the third district. Nidia is wonderful. She's a pre K, pre K, right? Teacher? Yeah, she teaches um, preschool. So cute. In Belmont. I could never, and, but cute. And so, pre K teachers are made of. Oh, this district is else. big. Like, <clears throat> they're, I don't know, they're unicorns. It's. Preschool teachers. It's incredible, and Nidia is incredible, and also she listens to us. Hi, Nidia. Do you remember you. when um we had like the Latinx caucus here? Uh huh. Cause that was the first time I heard that she was running. Oh, yes. And now it feels like so real, and I'm just like, she has to win. Uh, I want great things for her. Every time I see her, we just like hug for such a long time she's darling mm-hmm. ah, local politics bring me hope in some sense like there's somebody out there that actually makes sense and will actually yeah. do something on this godforsaken planet that we're sharing yeah yeah anyway moving on i'm actually kind of tired so i don't even i'm gonna skip over this last event in the current events corner we'll save that for another day because i can talk about that anytime um so we wanted to do a segment on the show that's around like what we're reading because may and i are big readers Mm -hmm. so on our little agenda this section is called reading is lit which is also what my pop socket says and has for like a year i don't know anyway we're calling this segment reading is lit i hate how i said that (laughs) but we gonna let it rock all right we're gonna call it reading is lit that's what my pop socket says Uh uh-huh i she's gonna say that again it's funny because when she got that pop socket she's like look at this a little. I love it. And it's... It's beautiful. <laughs> it needed to be in the episode, okay? Uh-huh. The people needed to okay. know yeah. about my pop socket. That's fine. <sighs> I don't even have... Okay. So, I haven't had time to be reading a lot lately. Um, well, I've started reading, like, two 
two books. Two books? Because, no, three? Girl, you are not reading three books. I am because I'm doing literature circles with my students. So I'm reading Time Stops for No Mouse. Oh, I like that book. And no talking. I'm rereading Harry Potter because one of my groups is doing Harry Potter. Oh, you're but I'm cute. Reading in Spanish oh. myself, but then I'm doing it with them in English, so it's like three and a half books, I guess. I don't know. You're reading it in Spanish, but in your lit circle, you're doing it in English. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, now I understand why you're reading three books. I thought you were just casually reading three books. It was oh, like, girl. girl, who has that same? My book club is still out of commission right now because uh, my editor just had her baby. Oh. So, no baby. No baby. Little. What's his name? Little baby P. I don't want to say baby's name. That's true. Okay, okay, okay. Little baby P. So stinking cute. Yes. I love um, that friends are starting to have babies. Like, I ain't finna have no baby, but I'll watch your baby. Anyway, yeah, I've been reading, I've actually been reading a book about the history of, like, union and union organizing that I bought at... Mm-hmm. Um, let me actually get it out of my bag. Okay, the book that I've been reading is called A Collective Bargain, Unions, Organizing, and the Fight for Democracy by Jane... By Jane... McLevy? McLevy? I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, I probably should have listened when I was at the event when they announced her, but I was in a interesting place then, so I didn't decide until I decided to buy the book because her and like Stacey Davis Gates were having a conversation about it at this um, core event that I went to, the Caucus of Reconcile Educators, um, <laughs> and. Uh, so I bought this book, but I actually started reading it since I've been like not working. And it's just about like union history and union organizing and the history of like literal attack on unionizing in this country, like the decline of the auto factories and its workers, literally the results of like globalization which was orchestrated to bust up unions because unions scare people yeah because they are literally meant to fight like inequality and income inequality so like the people that are like running the corporations don't want unions because if you have a union that means you can fight for your rights and to be paid fairly and you can't hoard trillions and billions of dollars fucking Jeff Bezos (laughs) like yeah you can't do that if your workers are unionized so 
you have a vested interest in spending your riches to campaign against unions. Like, that's a thing. So, anyway, that's the book I've been reading. <laughs> it's real just, like, light, you know, not anything serious. But is it interesting? It's actually really interesting. And the thing that is interesting about it is that it talks about, like, things that are happening now and like the context of those things and like the history of those things and why they are the way they are right now, which is very fascinating, at least for me. Cause like I didn't get really involved in union stuff until this year, the school year, obviously because I'm the union delegate. And so it's been interesting reading this book, at, especially at, post-strike because like this book talks about teacher strikes and it talks about like how sort of it's almost like the front of like the uh, the war on unions has moved from like men who were the breadwinners in the family to like women and women of color it's very interesting anyway that's the book that i'm reading um yeah i would recommend it if you want to take a gander at some point it's interesting like you don't even have to read the whole book like you could look at like certain chapters and just like see things like read parts that you're like curious about it really like lays it out pretty well it's interesting um and i feel like i'm learning a lot it's kind of opening my eyes yeah, so that's what we're reading. And uh, speaking of union shit, how has union shit been going at your school? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I love you. Good. Okay. I mean, um, you can't know why she's laughing. Do you need a moment? You no, I'm fine. Okay, go ahead. Um, how's how has that been going? Do you, talk about wait? Do you want to talk about? do you want to generally let's talk generally like people that are back at school post-strike and it's been interesting yeah so post-strike has been interesting a lot of people closed up into their classrooms um which i understand yeah how do you think people are feeling genuine generally like toward not toward the union, but no, just like as a union organizer, delegate, is your um, job getting easier? Is it? No. Do you feel like, because I went back to school and I felt like it got worse. It's, yeah, it, it did get worse. Um. I mean, I also feel like I hear from other people similar things. Like, there's a lot of like pushback in general from people's like admin. Yeah, there's. It's a little collective, honestly. So I've it's heard that. very um, common across CPS. Yeah, you know, initially it was like, oh, we're so glad to have you back. Da 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 da. Of course. La-dee-da, here's some donuts. 
you know. Yeah, but anytime you bring up like the wins in our contract, everybody gets real clinched. Everybody looks at you like. Once you say those words, <laughs> according to our contract, uh, oh, uh, woo! Oh no! Don't talk about the contract. Yeah, like we went on the strike. Where were for you? a contract? Were you not on that? So line? now we're expecting you to like. Follow that contract? Did I not, like, go on coffee runs for you? We were on the picket line. Yeah, now you want to act like my contract don't exist? It's a little odd. Like. You thought I was just going to continue accepting? I mean, yeah. Our contract being violated? You thought that was going to be cool? It's. I've heard a lot of people who... You know, it came to light that CPS was so behind on grievances, and they... Yeah, but, I mean, CPS doesn't have money. Yeah, right? (laughs) But, regardless, why are you doing things that cost you more money than just doing things the right way? Yeah, it's real weird. We don't have money! We don't have soap. We don't have working sinks. And you're over here doing shit that costs us more money, especially every time the district or principals individually do things that are illegal. It's like, don't we have to pay fines for this? Like, mm. Oh, there was a big... Are we not going to get sued? Like, <sighs> what's there happening? There's so many issues in CPS. It's Just like... do it the right way first. Yeah. Ugh. It's a lot out here. Whatever. Yeah. Alright. I mean, yeah. Things are... Some things are better. I do feel... I will say... You've been rocking it with your PPC. Uh, your professional problems committee. Uh, I mean, honestly, that. despite... The headaches... Yeah. Within that, like, just having that is so important. Like, yeah, if you're a Chicago teacher out there and your school doesn't have a PPC, get on that. Or, like, I don't know. They're so important. And trying to set up one is harder than it should be. And even operating one is harder than it should be. But it's something that's meant to enforce our contract. So, it's a necessary headache. Yeah, it's been through that, and it's supposed to be an avenue for, like, working out issues in-house, and... Yeah, to, like, literally sit down and solve the problems that people are having. Yeah. But the resistance to it is so interesting. Yeah, it's like, why do we just want to sit here and pretend like everything is la-di-fucking-da, kumbaya, like, no. I think you need to talk louder or closer to the mic. I love you. I know. Do you are you done recording? You seem tired. Am I getting too quiet? Yeah, you're. I'm watching your levels and they're getting low. I didn't realize I was getting quiet. I'm fine. Okay. Um. No, things have just been exhausting. Yeah. Like. Teaching is real interesting right now. Mm -hmm. I mean. I'm 
it's taking a break, but when I get back to it, <laughs> it was necessary. <laughs> we was having issues and circumstances. Even when. Okay. I feel like this is a good place to like wrap up the episode. You think so? Yes. Um Didn't we have What? Oh did you the um the grassroots thing? Did you want to talk about that? That's what I have on the yeah. list. Okay. You brought it up. Oh, do you want me to share, not share you it with you? It. Yeah, let me look at that. So, um, speaking of union things, someone from our union shared this. So, I mean, it's one thing to talk about, like, everything going on in the world and feel real helpless about it, but this... I thought this was interesting because it kind of gave people something to do. So, um, the in the Latinx caucus, maybe I shouldn't say that, but, well. Why not? Because it's kind of like we're deciding whether it wants to be a Latinx caucus thing. So, this is not a Latinx caucus thing yet. But someone from the Latinx caucus shared this, um, like, demands from grassroots organizers concerning coronavirus. Um, And I thought it was really interesting. Um, And we'll share the link on the Twitter and possibly in the description of the episode. Yes? I can do that. Okay. So we'll put a link to this in everything related to the podcast, the linked in the episode description and probably on our Twitter. Um, But this is demands from grassroots organizers concerning COVID-19. And it is kind of a um, write-up, I guess, of basically what should be happening in response to coronavirus because this is something that was like happening and should have been prepared for but because our government is a mess it wasn't prepared for so then there's like okay grassroots organizers came together and were like here's a plan tell the government to adopt the plan um and this is something that you can do in response. Um, so some of the things are, let me pull it up. So some demands may fit your community's needs. Others may not. One may jump out at you as your area of focus. So these are things that you can like attend to if you feel like doing something about coronavirus in your area. And, I mean, we've had cases in Chicago, so it's topical. So to figure out what you should be demanding locally, you will have to find out if your city and state are in compliance with the following demands. So your city should have a plan for housing the sick, including people experiencing homelessness. Makes sense. So where will your city be housing people who become ill if hospitals become oursaturated? Will they set up mobile units, et cetera, et cetera? Um, two, and there's like 13 of these. So 
I'm not gonna read through all of these, but there are some like very interesting things in here. But I'll read like the Oh, the re they're like reasoning for doing this. So it says the Trump administration has botched its response to COVID-19 COVID due to incompetence and an unwillingness to acknowledge mistakes. The administration has worsened and an already serious situation. COVID-19 is a deadly public health threat that must be taken seriously. We are a group of organizers whose work addresses a variety of issues, and we recognize that there is no organizing community or area of our work that will not be touched by this crisis. We hope this list of demands will serve as a tool for organizers and activists who are crafting their own responses to COVID-19. Panic is dangerous and often accompanied by violence against marginalized people. We believe responsible, productive dialogues about the needs of our community must be initiated through the, throughout the country. According to the World Health Organization, about 3.4% of reported COVID-19 cases have proven fatal. By comparison, seasonal flu usually kills far fewer than 1% of those infected. Over 3,000 people in China have died of COVID-19, China's containment efforts gave the U.S. precious time to prepare for this crisis, but rather than developing a nationwide testing system, Trump scapegoated Asian people and later migrants at the southern border. Yes, and BS. Um, given the failure of the federal government and the obvious lack of preparedness in some municipalities, we have drafted a list of demands for people and groups to uplift and utilize for advocacy purposes. I cannot read today. You got this. <laughs> Thanks, but I'm like, blah, 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 blah. In addition to learning what safety practices to adopt in our own lives, and there's a link for that, um, we must also make demands for the greater good. These demands were drafted by grassroots organizers in collaboration with doctors, scientists, and nurses, meaning people that make sense. Um, officials at the city and state level will likely tell you that the federal government is responsible for services that you will be requesting from them. Under Donald Trump, the federal government has chosen not to be responsible, so we have to seize the narrative and demand action at all levels of government. When reviewing the list below, which includes demands that should be made of city and state government, you may find that your municipality has already covered some of these Bases. In this case, share that information you learn with others if it's useful and focus on the demands that have not been met in your area. When calling public officials such as city councilors or your governor's offices, be sure to ask for specifics. There's a plan is not a satisfactory answer. So, I mean, if you're in a city and you're because it's easy to like freak out about this shit. I'm not yeah. freaking out, but I understand the impulse to freak out. Okay. And the easiest way to combat panic is with information. So, yes. um, yeah, knowledge. So we're going to put this link um, to these demands. Um, they've been put together to kind of help. And it's. I think it's a really good starting place if you're kind of out there and you're like well what do i do so um yeah yeah 
the best thing when you feel powerless realize there's shit you can do to flex your power you do have power you're not just you know a stack of flesh and blood and bones just swaying on a rock in space like you have power i mean use your power you're also that too <laughs> you're a powerful you were like describing being. that and i was like yeah that is what i am grassroots demands yes you yeah. need these things we yes um yeah but I, th- I think the power is in like coming together mm-hmm. and being in communi- community with people that make sense yeah oh making sense is so underrated these days it's so hard to find i know and i talk to people and i'm just like do because the propaganda campaigns Oof. oh the propaganda yes. <sighs> i know i mean it's really rampant the children know about it which is why yeah and like why the level to which people don't know how to, i mean people don't have time to check sources don't know how to check sources don't no, want don't. to check sources are happy in their ignorance i don't know what it is but to me it's hard for me to not know so i just feel like and also i'm always questioning like are you sure that's correct where did you hear that from and then you know i do my own research because i'm just like um that don't sound right but also people will repeat things that they saw on facebook and i mean that's no shade but no no please please People will repeat things that they saw on Facebook like it is the word of the gods. Like I thought you were gonna say like it's the word of down. the day. No, <laughs> like it's like, the word of the gods. Just I'm such a teacher. down from the sky. Yes. <laughs> truth, because Sharon, you went to high school with thirty years ago. Uh, shared it. I saw this on Facebook. God, said, I bet this won't get any like. It has been proven that R- Russia is using Facebook for l- the literal spread of propaganda. Don't tell me about what you saw on Facebook. But I mean, beyond that, the irony of it is that it's always the people who are like, "Don't talk to strangers on the internet." Talking Don't to tell them <laughs> that, you know, details about you, they can put anything on there and, you know, without They'll it being like, true. Those strangers are lying over there to you. and reposting shit like essential oils cure the flu. <laughs> uh, just rub it on your child and they won't get autism. Like stupid things like that. Like just completely like fabricated out of farts. Like... <laughs> I mean, (laughs) but am I wrong? You're so not wrong. This is why, this is why I don't go, oh my God. Okay, wait, I have to tell this story. Okay. Oh, girl. Should I tell this story? Go ahead. Anyway, so somebody who is friends with me on Facebook, I posted this, um, God, it was a article about jesse jackson endorsing bernie sanders for president and so i was just like 
oh, like, thank God, someone make someone who makes sense or something like that. Let me find this post. Anyway. Well, that is what you said. Yes. I'm pretty sure. It's almost verbatim what I said. Yeah, someone that makes some goddamn sense. And I was like, hallelujah. And as Jesse Jackson endorses Bernie Sanders, says moderate Democrats can't help black voters. That's the headline. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense because literally Martin Luther King been talking about moderate whites and how they own some BS and it's been a fact since the beginning of time. Anyway, so I posted this on Facebook. Normally, I don't post on Facebook because Facebook is a thing. It's a whole f- interesting. That doesn't do the devil justice. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just a whole thing. Anyway, somebody from my childhood, a black woman who I haven't talked to since high school, said, uh, neither can Bernie. He doesn't want reparations, darling. 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 I was like, oh, okay. That darling had me ready. I'm sorry. I, the, the darling is what sent me. I was like, okay. So anyway, I responded. I said, reparations, because this is the second time I have seen a black woman specifically say Bernie Sanders doesn't want reparations as like an argument against voting for Bernie Sanders. And I'm just like, reparations. Um, I mean, yes, I believe in reparations, bitch. Like, fucking yes. Duh. But also, why are we talking about reparations? The, like, we're watching the crumbling of an empire. Like, it's either going to get real bad or it might level out from here. Like, there's like, I don't know. My confidence is waning. Anyway, so she's talking about reparations. I've responded. Uh, reparations are the furthest thing from my mind. I honestly don't care if he wants reparations. The two things that have me in crushing debt are student loans and medical bills. And like Bernie Sanders wants free college and Medicare for all. Like that is literally it. Like there's just like we're having a conversation over here and like reparations isn't a conversation that's like over there. Like we are in crisis. Yeah. And this is just not what I'm focused on. Like, I'm tired of this, like, oh, but Bernie doesn't believe in this. I'm like, okay, so what's my other option here? Yeah. So tell, point me in the right direction. I mean, do you know like, somebody who's like, I'm not looking at Bernie Sanders like he's fucking Captain save like, do you know someone who's running who's more progressive than Bernie? Because I looked at all the If you're talking about no, reparations, okay. So your politics should align with like voting for Bernie Sanders in this race. Not Bernie Sanders is going to make everything okay for everybody because that's not how presidential elections work. That's not how local elections work. That's not how anything works. Look at the mayor of Chicago. Yeah. 
Like, I'm just saying. I mean, talk about voting in somebody that's like running on a progressive platform and then having to like push back because you, no, we're not on the same page. But that's all right because I'm gonna hold you accountable for that stuff you said. Ugh. Did you see that she endorsed Joe Biden? I'm, I'm, I'm so done. I did. I can't. I can't with that lady. Yeah. <laughs> My brother put this. Did you see that? This was his reaction. This was his reaction. What? <laughs> to my comment. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see her comment back. Oh my goodness. Baron. Yeah, but I'm just saying. That's why I don't post on Facebook. Like, don't come at me on Facebook. Ugh. I mean, that's why I have, like, I don't know, like 60 friends right now. I need to delete more people. I went on, like, a deleting oh, I spree. You deleted your whole Facebook? I deleted my whole account, and then... Oh, yeah. I didn't have Facebook forever, <clears throat> and then... You got it for the strike. Road, yeah. And people were like, well, we're going to be, like, posting out news on Facebook. I was like, I have to go on Facebook for yeah. magic purposes. May was like... What kind of, like... I don't what want... What kind of shit? <laughs> Facebook? Want to create a social Facebook. media platform? <laughs> of no, of all the places that the CTU could have gone to to be like, we're you have to think about the audience. Exactly. Yeah, but that was the audience. Like those are the people. This is why I say I can't be an organizer. I mean, you have to deal with Facebook. People like people that love Facebook that like be on Facebook all day. The Facebook crowd is not my crowd. That's okay. I mean, if Facebook is your ministry, that's just your ministry, but it's not my personal ministry. I mean, social media in general is not my personal ministry. I just like the. Oh! I'm sorry, that was her cast. And with that, <laughs> it's time. yeah, I think it's time to wrap up. That scared me. Oh my god. Yeah. My cats are crazy. Yeah, they are. All right. Well, thank you, people, for listening. This was long. Is this long? I don't know. I can't see. How long have we been recording? I don't know. Is this an hour? Oh, 55 minutes. Not too shabby. I think. I mean, we're going to cut some of it out. Oh, that's true. Anyway, so even shorter than 55 minutes. So, um, silence. So great at ending the show. All right. Um, we're going to, we're going to skip stories from the classroom. I mean, I have lots of stories from the classroom. It's like, which one do I share, though? Why don't you share a positive one? Like something that made you happy or that laugh, made you laugh or something cute. Um, something inspiring. 
child learning something, you know, because in the midst of all of this, children are supposed to be learning. Oh, my God. We're still expected to do our jobs. There's a pandemic. Pandemic, and I'm at work just chilling. Um, me and my kids. I mean, what has been going on? Talk a little louder. I'm trying to think of a story. I want a funny story because my kids are funny like all the time. But what's something funny they said today or did something? I love when you, I don't know, have they been making any good TikToks lately? I love when you talk about TikToks with your kids. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you and your kids have TikTok moments. We talk about it all the time, though. We, um, a couple of them want to make that TikTok as a class, but... Oh, that'd be cute. It would be really cute, but also I'm like... Is that, like, too much? children sorry i've seen high school kids do it with like high school teachers and i'm like that's a different wave but 10th 10 year olds yeah no maybe not i don't know i mean did they like your have to put like emojis on them they like your recent tiktoks they oh my god they (laughs) um we're both on tiktok one May actually uses hers. Though. I actually make posts now. It's fun. It's cute. It's so Wait, much fun. Plug your TikTok. Tell them the. My TikTok is at m a e dot s t r a, which is maestra. Um. So yeah, go ahead and follow me. I my TikTok is it's Miss McCaskill. Um, I t s dot. Oh, I actually don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll link it. Okay. It's fine. May will link it for um, y'all. I have no idea what my TikTok is. Literally, my TikTok is still just that video of Sasha. I actually make posts and um, it's so funny. So they'll watch them and then they'll tell me, they'll be like, Miss Davis, I was the first person to watch your TikTok you posted last night. It's like a little competition. <laughs> Thank you. They're amazing. Um... I saw one of them watching them in class, and I was just like, <laughs> no, 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 not in class, L- during lunch. Oh, um, God. Because my, my students this year respect that we have a no cell phones in class policy. They'll actually turn them in. Amaze. It's, yeah, I know. They hold each other accountable. They're really, they're really great. Hey, aw, children that really follow beautiful. directions. Yeah. Um, and just do just cause. I appreciate my Make students. your life easier. Well, it's cause <sighs> we care about each other. Yeah. I've done a lot of team building this year. Oh my god, yes. Like family building. So really. important. Yeah. Um. So they'll they'll tell if me. You're not building community so. with your students. Get on that. Yeah. Oh, and it I, works wonders, honestly. Some of my, so I've been at a different school each year. And some of my students from the first school I ever taught at found me. Wait, not even students of mine. Students of... Uh, like friends? Like, yeah. Friends of your students? Of, like, other teachers. Oh, that's cute! Yeah. On your TikTok? Yeah. From, that's awesome. From my east side school. Oh. They found me. And they, like, were commenting and they were like, OMG, is it you? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I uh, have 
That's exactly amazing. And they, oh, so I guess here's the funny, funny part is some of them who found me, they thought that I was dating a coworker when I worked there. Oh. I wasn't. The but, drama. But um, we were good friends. And so we we actually carpooled together too. So we were often seen together by the students. So what did they ask you? So they asked Are you me with them? if he was in one of my videos, but it wasn't him. It was my current boyfriend, Leo. Um, they were like, is it Mr. But he looks totally different. I know. Children. I know. Um, those people don't even look alike. They just wanted, they just wanted it to be true. They wanted they're it to be like, so bad. They're the, they sh- shipped it. Yeah, they, they shipped it so hard because it was the kids who were in mariachi who found my sex out. Oh! <laughs> I was like, he was a music teacher. Um, they were hoping the saga yeah. continued. Yeah. Um, Sorry to disappoint like, no. children. And then one of them was like, okay, sure. I believe you. Like, all sarcastic. Something like that. Children are writing, like, fan fiction about yeah. the fifth grade teacher and the music they teacher. They're rejecting reality. So the legend has grown beyond us. Amazing. That is hilarious. I don't know if I told him yet. I was talking to him You today. should definitely tell him that. That's hilarious. I'm sure I told him, yeah. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. Uh, um, and with that, TikTok brings us joy. Yeah. Even though I don't post on TikTok, I love the teacher TikToks. They're hilarious. That yeah. one today that's like, I'm, hello, I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> About grading. Yeah. Also, Gen Z is just doing great things on oh, TikTok yes. with, like, oh, I love it. awareness. Yes, and, yes, 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 yes. Um, you know, doing with a these lot kids to, like, gonna be all right. They give me hope. People's minds, and they're so creative too. I'm like, yeah. Oh. I'm like watching like miniature productions. Yeah, some of that stuff has like <laughs> you put so much work into this cinematography, I baby. Know. Wow, I in know. this. TikTok video. The girls are doing it. I, ooh, goodness. It's so interesting. I love TikTok. I do. I'm not even a man. Yeah. I'm like, it, it I I'm not resisted even a man. it or like, something, it but it's like, yeah, I'm going to learn how to renegade and I'm going to learn the original version. Go yes, ahead. I'm going to do it. I'm not probably not going to post it on my TikTok, but I'm going to learn it She's just for it. shits and giggles. I mean, yes, if I spend the time to learn it, I probably will put it out there. But I mean, yeah. Anyway, if it shows up on my TikTok, May's gonna link my TikTok. If it shows up, it shows up. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. But mostly, I just talk to my niece on TikTok because she's like nine. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, she, you know, because she posts, and I'd be, mm-hmm. be having conversations, you know, TT shit. Oh. Anyways. So, yeah, that's our... I feel like that's a good place to end. Anyway, if you... I have to stop saying that word. I'll annoy myself. So, do we want to plug the email? Do people want to write into this show? I feel like y'all don't want to write into this show. I mean, if you want to send us any kind of If you would like to send comments... Stories. You can comment on the... Go ahead on the email. I don't care. Do we post this on SoundCloud? No. (laughs) Is there a place for them to comment on episodes? Is that a thing? So, 
Podbean hosts us, and I think you can comment on there, but I'm going to tweet it out from our Twitter. Um, so you can tweet us, you can DM us. Tweet us at P-O-T-D underscore pod. That's it. P-O-T-D underscore pod. I tweeted like a couple days ago. Or email us. I'm going to link the email. Yeah. The email is pedagogyofthedepressedpod at Mm gmail.com. That one I can remember. So if you want to talk to us, you don't have to. I mean, it's whatever. We talk bad. We also talk bad. So, I mean... Yeah, we talk bad, but we also talk bad. <laughs> Do you want to end this goddamn show? Okay. Oh, Thank you for listening. Peace out, peeps. You. Wash your hands. Oh my God. For Bye. at least 20 seconds, fronts and backs. And disinfect your phone. For real, for real.